0: Hi, welcome to Title Pending. I'm your host Rocket, and this is the first official episode. Let's talk about that Thursday night football game between the Bucks and Ravens. Uh, this is gonna be—it was originally going to be a rant about Greg Roman and how incompetent he is as an offensive coordinator. However, unfortunately, he the Ravens turned it around, and now I'm not gonna be able to bring the pitchforks out for Roman. So this is mostly kind of be a discussion of. Brady as a whole, and kind of how the Bucks and Ravens kind of shape up in the overall picture. Uh, as far as the Ravens go, uh, the first half was really bad. Uh, Lamar Jackson was not looking great. Uh, and EPA-wise, the passing game in general just has not been strong. Uh, EPA is a measurement of expected points added. It's essentially saying how successful a player is at aiding their team at, to victory. Uh, Lamar, through the air, was not super great. Um, Passing-wise, though, Lamar was... Or uh, rushing-wise, though, Lamar was pretty strong. Um, in general, the Ravens' running game, as usual, because of the impact of Lamar's legs, was excellent. Uh, I'm And when they went more towards that in the second half, they really turned it around. Uh, I'm expecting Roman to go a little heavier on the runs as we get further into the season when the Ravens' offensive line and running backs get healthy. J.K. Dobbins going down again is a real bad sign, but Gus Edwards is back. Uh, he was pretty good in this game. Um, him and Justice Hill were both uh, a really excellent duo. Uh, Kenyon Drake, there was a lot of dump-offs to him in the first half. They were really, really bad. I uh, I wanted to punch something watching Kenyon Drake take checkdowns and just bad throws. I, Roman's pass scheming still not great. Um, I'm not sure how successful he, they will be in the playoffs with this kind of scheme. They're just asking Lamar to do too much every single game. He has to play essentially perfect for them to score a significant amount of points. Uh, so when they make it a little easier by focusing on what Roman is good at, which is the running game, uh, the Ravens offense tends to feel a little better. But in the playoffs, you need to be able to pass. And as we've seen with Roman for over a decade, their off The offense shuts down in critical situations because of his scheming. Uh, excellent rushing schemer, uh, not, the, not the greatest pass schemer. I've actually been arguing that maybe uh, the Bears might want to take a look into Roman if the Ravens move on from him this offseason. Um, overall, I thought it was a really strong second-half performance from Lamar and the Ravens as a whole. I'm really happy for Justin Houston. Uh, he has looked really good. Since uh, getting healthy, and he's one of my, he's been one of my favorite players in the NFL ever since he was a chief. Uh, I'm excited to see him healthy and helping out the the uh, Ravens' pass rush. I thought uh, Justin Madibike was pretty good uh, in this game. Um, in general, though the um, the Bucks' offensive line is currently dealing with a lot of backups, and so the Ravens' pass rush was able to get there pretty frequently with just four. I thought, uh, at least just on the eye test. Um, I thought Brady did a pretty good job of manipulating the pocket, which he's he's a generational talent, at least in terms of pocket manipulation and understanding where defenders are. So I I can see that uh, the second half was a lot better as, for the Ravens, but I still have some fundamental issues with the way they're constructed. Um, Lamar, they, they need to pay him. Uh, I I I've long said that it's a bit of a mistake to let quarterback contracts go on for this long. The Cowboys with Dak Prescott had the same issue where they could have paid him two years earlier and it would have cost a lot less. The QB market as a whole, it's just get, it goes up over time. So I was kind of hoping that the Cowboys would extend Dak after his excellent. Uh, after his excellent play rebounding from the 2017 and early 2018 seasons when they actually started giving him help with the trade for Amari Cooper. And it's similar with Lamar that I don't think the Ravens have done a lot to build around him, so they ask him to be the hero a lot, and I'm just not sure that any quarterback in the NFL is successful in that situation. I mean, the Chiefs just traded for Kadarius Toney. They're trying to get Mahomes as much help as possible despite how strong their supporting cast is around him. Uh, At... As a quarterback, you should be expected to receive a certain amount, a certain amount of help because football is a team game ultimately, and I think that gets lost in a lot of discussions. Yes, the quarterbacks are the most important part of it, but uh, for in Lamar's case, especially with Andrews out now, they have nobody. Devin Duvernay has been great, but I don't think Duvernay is that is that kind of receiver where you can, can count on him for that wide receiver one. But he's an effective game changer when he's even, when he's a, your second or even your third best target. Um, they need Rashad Bateman to be healthy and uh, give Lamar that reliable target outside that isn't Andrews. Because as good as Andrews has been, uh, there's a certain... he He's not as uh, diverse of a pass catcher as Kelsey, or he's not as well utilized as Kelsey within the offense. I expect that with Andrews out, uh, we'll see a lot more Isaiah-likely targets like we saw tonight. Um... I'm a big fan of Likely, but he's not really much of a tight end. He's more of a big wide receiver. Uh, He's not a great blocker, as we saw in this game. A lot of mistakes, and they gotta stop throwing to Patrick Ricard. uh, On they gotta stop sending Patrick Ricard on routes, uh, because no defense is fooled by Ricard being out there on routes, and it's just it's just poor scheming. It's stuff like that that drives me up a wall when watching the Ravens, because Greg Roman. Uh, should not be sending Patrick Car out on routes. Uh, it's like sending an offensive lineman out on routes. Nobody's afraid of an offensive lineman catching the ball and getting yards after contact um, or yards after catch. So it's just a waste of time, and it just asks your QB. It just makes life much di- more difficult on your QB because you're dif- because the defense will just respond by dropping more people by dropping more people into coverage and in general just not having to account for parts of the field that with a more traditional weapon you would you would have out there. But overall I thought the second half was really strong, but I think it says more about the Bucks than it does about the Ravens how they performed in this game. Uh Brady in particular, the stats are a little better than I was expecting just off the eye test Uh the 0.15 EPA per play is pretty good. Well, it's not pretty good, but it's more in the solid range. Um, and he had a higher A dot than Lamar, but that tracks because I thought Lamar was checking it down a lot. Um, but right now the Bucks are just a mess at every position. Their running game is so bad, uh, in general, um, that like it, there's just no way they can succeed um, at the way they're the way they're running with the backup offensive line. And you can't ask Brady at his age to be dropping back fifty times a game um, and getting offensive success. Shaq Barrett going down with, for what looks like an extended period of time is not great. Uh, he is one of the cornerstones of their defense, and it they they are in real trouble at three and five. Their saving grace is really that the NFC South is absolutely awful. Uh, I expect that the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. The Saints are a disaster right now. The Panthers are basically tanking with. P.J. Walker and Matt, and with them having fired Matt Rule, the Falcons, while they looked competitive earlier in the season, now their secondary is so beat up with the injury to A.J. Terrell that they're basically signing guys off the street. They're basically trying to sign guys off the street to play corner. Uh, the NFC South is going to be really bad for the next for the foreseeable future. So the the Bucks have time to get it righted. Because they will most likely be hosting a playoff game, regardless of how bad the season looks right now. However, I at the moment I would count them out. I know you're not supposed to count out a Brady team, but Brady, as of right now, he's not the guy that can carry a team that's this beat up to where they want to go. Uh, like this team might end up with eight or nine wins the way they're the way they're currently constructed, and. Considering that that likely puts them to play my Cowboys as the fifth seed in the NFC and them being the fourth seed in the NFC. Uh, I would not be surprised if I look stupid in a second in, in January when they when they beat us because the Cowboys never beat Brady. They literally have never beaten Brady in their entire lives. So uh, but despite that, I still believe that the Bucks are pretty much just cannon fodder right now. Uh, for the better teams. There aren't that many better teams, admittedly, with the Eagles being realistically the only particularly strong team in the NFL. No, the Vikings are not good, or at least not not that good. Um, they are winning games, but they're not playing super well. But with the NFC being so bad, the, the Bucks get to kind of flounder right now while they try and get things figured out. But I think it looks bad. Um. And with if Shaq Barrett's out for an extended period of time, and according to some reports, he's an Achilles tendon injury that doesn't look super great. Uh, there's just nothing. There's just nothing here uh, that convinces me that they have a Super Bowl run in them. But really, with the NFL playoffs, it's just getting in and trying to succeed from there. Um, I overall though, uh, Brady was not bad. He had a couple drop picks, but every quarterback does. Um, he was a little more rattled than usual, but I, again, the offensive line is bad. Uh, they're playing backups. Tristan Wirfs uh, was pretty good, but he had a really critical holding penalty, which really which really killed the momentum on their offense. Um, but yeah, uh, getting Julio Jones back was a little bit helpful. Um, he's got a big three when, with Julio Godwin and Evans, uh, but right now, that's all. The Bucks are extremely one-dimensional on offense. Uh, Brady Brady can do a lot, but he can't do throwing the fifty times a game that they're gonna be forced to do right now with how inefficient their running game is. Uh, I don't know between Leonard Fournette and Rashad White, uh, none of them like neither of them are have been particularly inspiring this season. And with run with the running game, it matters a lot more O line performance. So. And I just don't see that turning around anytime soon. Uh, overall, it was a really strong second half by the Ravens. Uh, it, was a, it was a pretty entertaining Thursday night game, which we, we have been, definitely been lacking recently. Um, but I just don't see it with the Bucks right now. Uh, but it's the NFL. The NFL is week-to-week, really. Uh, because that's the nature of small sample size. You're only getting 17 games to judge teams which is much smaller than any other sport. So things can change on a dime uh, within a 17-game season. But the GOAT might be out, finally. Uh, I'm not going to call it, but this is by far the weakest Brady has looked in multiple decades, because like, this is the first time he's two games under 500 as a starter, and which is the craziest stat ever. And I think that really just sells how insane this run has been for him. Uh, Like, even as somebody who doesn't really particularly like Brady, like, just stats like that are mind-blowing. We're probably never going to see that in the NFL again. Even Patrick Mahomes currently only has one Super Bowl. Uh, Brady had three at this point. Uh, And that's just sheer... That's both luck and also just pure dominance. And I have no choice but to respect it. But... As of right now, the Ravens, uh, they're in pretty good. Sh- they're in pretty good shape, at least to win a lot of games. They've won. They've led a bunch of games this year. Uh, at, and they play the Saints next. Uh, the Saints, pa- the Saints and Panthers are their next two games. That should get them some momentum. They play the Jaguars after that. Um, realistically, their schedule is pretty soft all the way until they play, uh, the Bengals in Week eighteen because. They play the Saints, the Panthers, and then the Jags, and then the Broncos, and that's their next four games. And none of those opponents are have more than uh, three wins right now, um, which doesn't say much because it's the NFL as a whole. But overall, strong performance. Ravens should pay Lamar. Brady is not is not where we're used to seeing him. Uh, but it was a fun, it was a fun game, and that's really all I can ask from Thursday night football. And there's not much more more I can say about it. Uh, that, but yeah, the that was fun. Y'all have a good night.